Hey all you hard slingers out there, it's your trusted GM, Brian. As I prepare all of you for the episode, I want to remind everyone that we're giving away the first D20 to roll a hard 20 on the episode. All you have to do is be the first person to write into the show or tag us on our social media. Not only will you get that D20, but you'll also get a gold doubloon as well as a sticker of the show's logo. And that leads me into the next topic, how to get in touch with us. Write into the show at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or visit our website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com. We can also be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as YouTube. And if you're interested in swag, head on over to our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash RollTheHard20Podcast. For as little as a dollar a month, you can help out the show. Hell, we're practically giving it away. So, be sure to head on over there and check us out. Not only are we giving away gold doubloons, but we're giving away autographed photographs of the hard slingers as we play in the rage room, as well as t-shirts at different tiers. So, don't forget, head on over to patreon.com slash rollahard20podcast. Well, that about does it. I guess the only thing left to do now is lead us in. So, warm up your dice and top off your glass as Roll the Hard 20 Podcast presents our Carrion Crown run-through, episode 29, The Warforged. Yeah, but you got me hooked on that shit. And what? Not while you play. Woodford? Eddie ends up oh, catching yeah. and starts slurring. And I used to drink straight whiskey a lot. I don't as much anymore. No, we tried the Woodford one time playing a while back. Yeah, it didn't work out very well. Got a good buzz, and then we got a little off topic. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's probably. I think the Woodford's probably what fifty percent. Oh, right. close to it. Here. Right up there to the left of that picture. It's like forty-eight or fifty percent. Little stocking stuffers. It's like when I drink gin. I always forget how strong gin 45. is. 45.2%. 904 proof. I have a couple... Hey, you had this tonics. bottle for a really long time. When did I give you this? Oh, <laughs> was this from, like, my plane ride? Or yeah, I think it was. Yeah, you gave it to me as, like, a little stocking stuffer, happy birthday or some shit like that. It looks like a little cologne bottle. Yeah. It's all whiskey. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It's all the... Just Valentine's <laughs> Day. Threats coming up. What are you gonna get me? <laughs> the bell-headed heart. Oh no. Yeah. Bald-headed champ, as yeah. Glenn would call it. Give me the big. Uh. Oh great. We ready? Yeah. I think so. Koosh. Yeah. Got everything. Nick. Good. Yep. Eric. Good. Who's gargoyle? That's one of the statues. Oh. That's that's oh. not. Oh. oh. Everyone was terrified. I was. I just saw that. I was like, what the fuck is like, that? Oh, fuck. Did I wild shape into something cool that I don't remember? <laughs> no, I, I forgot that I <laughs> I forgot I had those because I was looking through uh, some old boxes and I came across the uh, where I, where I found your miniatures for the panther and the bear and the, the and wolf the and everything. Oh, right, and right, I right. came across those, but I forgot to pull them out. I was like, oh, you know what? I'll pull those out, so. I have to go get some animals too. I got a gator, damn, that I could turn into. I don't have a. Oh, I have a gator. Oh, I was gonna say I can. We bring have some a gator. Stuff. Remember? Do we? Yeah, Rafu fought a gator. Oh yeah. yeah, he made a nice little belt out of him too. Yeah, 
Or shoes. Can't Wild remember. Shape and Onothic. We, we, we bought a lot of gators. Yeah. Forgot. We had an NPC that died of a gator. That's what I, what I was thinking of. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Heart 20 podcast, episode 29 of our Carrying Crown run-through. And with me are the hard slingers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm your trusted GM, Brian. So, as suggested by Elendru Groven, the four of you returned to Harrowstone Prison in a solidified determination to expunge the remaining haunts from the prison. Between the two remaining floors, you ventured to the second floor, and it was there you encountered the Piper of Ilmarsh, and you defeated him. Yeah. That's where you really went. Yeah, (laughs) there you go. That's where you went to chime in. And it was quite a close battle, as he was not alone. Skeletons of the prisoners attempted to thwart you, yet you prevailed. With that victory under your belt, you continued the hunt and eventually came across a rather large, pristine holding cell that contained a corpse. Wrapped in heavy chains with 12 weights, each weight containing a different holy symbol. And beside the corpse, Irwin found a leather book deprived of pages as they had been eaten from it some time ago. As the rest of you continue your investigation, Irwin called out, explaining that he felt a kind of disturbance. And it was the doctor who witnessed a blinding light coming from the direction of Ravengrow. It was the bomb, man. The bomb went off. Um, we're all in the room, right, at this point? Irwin and the doctor are not. Irwin was outside the room. Yes. And the doctor came out when Irwin had mentioned, uh, you know, I, I feel some okay. something funky. Um, I guess Talos will push past uh, the doc and Irwin to go see the, the light. So I guess go to make his way to the, the, the opening in the, in the wall where okay. light could come through to inspect it. As you get closer to the opening in the wall that's been crumbled away, that was where it was witnessed coming through. The light is no longer there. It was almost as though it was a brief flash, probably held in the air for about a, a second and a half at the most. Just... And can't really find a way to trace where it came from other than the direction of Ravengrove. Right, direction of Ravengrove. Because it had already dissipated, it would be very difficult for you mm-hmm. to determine where alongst that road or even... That road. Damn road. Or even if it came from the town hub or beyond. Was there an aftershock? Because I was counting along the... Thunder to lightning? Yeah. No. No? No, no aftershock no, no, no. Just a giant flash. Just a giant flash. Very golden flash. In another life, I've seen something like this before. Have you, Doc? Could be a flare or a firework. Wouldn't be able to hear it, though. Do we hear anything, or is it we just saw the flash? Sometimes flares don't make noises. You didn't hear anything. Okay. It was just a silent flash. Almost as though something out of his peripheral vision. Some asshole forgot to turn the flash off on their camera. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Kendra, she left the stove on. Yeah, that's I exactly what it. happens. <laughs> She's just trying to get that insurance money. She totally <laughs> is. Take that place down to the ground, collect, bolt. Leopard stat, here I come. <laughs> Double payment, man. Insurance Horses, plus wagon, the... I'm on the road. Irwin, you did yes. see oh, okay. this. You know that something is going on. I'm kind of like internally contemplating whether we should try to go figure out what, what just happened or if we should try to keep working on this, 
dead prisoner. The what, doctor's what do you guys think? the same thing right now. I see a flash of light. A flash of light come from the city like that. I'm assuming it would be like a distress signal. Even if it wasn't a distress signal, someone's in distress. <laughs> something's that not light. Something's yeah. not right. <laughs> but if they knew we were at the prison and it was meant for us, wouldn't they? It might not have been meant for us. It, but. I don't think it would have been meant for us. Because if we're inside the prison, they have to understand that we're not above ground or really outdoors. We're inside. But if that town blows up and burns to the ground, so does my new shop. <laughs> that is true. Our future income. My future income. <laughs> like I said, Doc, our future income. <laughs> Wild shape into a dog. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I think um, we should just keep... Just stay in the prison for right now until we're hurting bad enough where we have to leave again, yeah. <laughs> which is not too, too far. far away. <laughs> yes. Take it. I still have some spell slots. I still have a few. Mediocre health. They're all the slots. I still have three charges on the cure wounds wand. I need to save some of those because we're going to need them. There's only three. But, but there has to be some way to coax out. Father Charlatan. Well, there is. So uh, the doctor goes through all the charms on his wrist, trying to figure out which deities are represented. And as he's doing that, he looks around to everyone else in the party and says, uh, do you guys follow the same deities or do you guys have different ones? Um, I don't know if we have the same ones. I have to actually double-check how to say mine. Because, <laughs> you know, fantasy names are fucking wild. Yeah, I always mispronounce it. I'm assuming mine is pronounced uh, Farasma. Farasma? Farasma. Yeah. Gozi. What? Which one? What? Gozray. Gozray. Oh, boy. And Ermin's god is Erori. And Talos worships Calistria. Because just everyone just so timid on trying to pronounce. The who did name. you? Who did you have hard for me to get some of, some <laughs> of these names? Wild ass names. Um, Fan- fantasy names are always hard to pronounce. Irori. Is that how you pronounce it? Irori. I R O R I. Oh, does it have phonetic in there? Irori. Unfortunately, that's no. gonna be fun to say. Irori. 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 Okay. So, Doc, knowing that you have twelve daddy symbols on your on your lucky charms. Yes. <laughs> and those symbols are represented by the weights that are around this body. You know that some of the deities in your group are not represented by those symbols as well. They're not. Like, are the, are the two of four of you, only Gozre and Kalistra are represented by the symbols on the weights and on the the chain that you have. It would appear that yours and Irwin's are not. It's 50-50. Booty-vitty. Fitty-fitty. Hmm. Well, we've tried matching the symbols to the weights. Nothing has happened. Um, Uh, At this point, I'm just going to... I'm going to uh, pull... I have um, a medallion for for asthma around my neck pull that out just to see if that does anything 
And um, again, I want to do an arcana check on all these weights to see if there's anything I can glean. Now, do you want to do an arcana or a religion check? I would prefer to do arcana. Okay. What was the god that you rep- was represented by you? Phrasma. Phrasma. Hey. Stop shuffling so loud. Hey, man. Jesus Christ. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> I can stop. Anyway, we'll we have wait. a scroll somewhere for uh, Detect Undead. Okay. You want to use that? I can't use it. I think it's for clerics. If we want to use well, we can. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm saying Talos specifically cannot because he's not a cleric. That's fine. So we'll try that. I just want to do an Arcana check just to see All right, go for it. Any, if I can get any kind of feedback okay. on how fucked we are magically. Okay. 15. And you're, what are you trying to do with this particular check? Um, so basically the weights that are holding them down, I'm trying to see if I can sense any magical reason why they're being held down and they're not, like, just more than weights. Okay. You do not detect any type of magic coming from them. Nothing of an arcane nature at all. Okay. They just seem completely dormant, if not just straight up weights that have these symbols on them. Okay. So it's just... But as, you, but as you've discovered previously, you know that each weight has a symbol that corresponds to the symbols that are on your, on your chain. Though. Yeah, that's why I was just double-checking to see just on that. But so... Um, Talos mm-hmm. Want me just to double check and see if This is an undead or if it's a dead body Well um, I think we can do one better than that We have Ooh. on my person A scroll of detect undead And we'll reveal undead within 60 feet Oh we could do it outside the room We could do <laughs> it outside the room yes um, Yeah We can do it outside the room okay. We want to do it outside the room We'd still get the inside of the room, so I think we're fine. So I'm pretty much where I'm at would be I would hit that body and then anything around. Yeah. Show me where everybody feet. is at in the hallways, in the be rooms, in the wherever. Where you at, Oust? Right there is fine. Fucking Wherever's... off somewhere. Yeah. Fine with dead corpse. Proving he can lick his balls in human form. All right. Well, the scroll is going to be waste, uh, burnt as soon as you <laughs> use it, so I'm going to cross it out right now. With this thing out. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Put that back. <laughs> no, that's that's good. It's ours. Oh, I don't know. If, what, what's the distance on that? Sixty, 60 feet. feet. Is that exactly sixty? Okay, lay that no, down. No, the radius on that is twenty. Oh, yeah. On this is so it's forty then. Was it? Because it's got to be greater than ten as a no, as says, a radius. This is a radius twenty twenty foot radius right here. Oh, we beat. So that sixty by a lot. would just like wait. We're over here. So it's 40. That's 40. Right? Because 20 on one side and 20 on the other. Yeah. That's 40. Okay, throw that So then a couple more past that. 60 would take us like like all the way over here. No, it wouldn't. Wouldn't it? No. Just 10 more on each side, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just 10 more on each side. Okay, but it's a 60-foot radius. Right. Yeah. So From the point of origin. Yeah, this is 20 feet. That's 20. So then you'd do this twice. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that, <laughs> oh, well, that's right. That, I was thinking of diameter, not yeah. radius. So was I. All right. You guys. Uh, hey, I didn't do good. You know, I was going to make a joke about it. But <laughs> I eat pie. I don't play pie. All right. All right. So we'll 
Is it is it a sixty foot radius? It says within sixty feet. Yeah. Oh well, that's not radius. The, so okay, so it's thirty and thirty. Wait, 30 no, that's foot not how radius. math works. No. Yes. Yeah, thirty foot radius. Yeah, but within sixty feet doesn't mean like sixty feet, like wingspan. Within sixty feet of you Let would be a radius. This. Let me see this paper, man. Like, yeah, let's see how it works. Look, is, like, is it, is it right, a radius I'll, or is I'm it a cone? This is, this is within sixty feet of you. Yeah, if that's sixty feet, then it would be sixty feet. So this in a is giant within circle. sixty feet. So sixty. So is it just a straight a, shot? So yeah, it would be a sixty foot radius. If it says within 60 feet, that's a radius. Well, radius isn't a straight shot. He's talking about if it emanates out 60 feet a in 60 every foot direction. radius from means you. I get 60 feet from every, so that's 120. See, that's Diameter. Too, that's too yeah. big. Yeah. It'd be 30-30 on each side, right? Because it should say... Well, so here's the thing. If, if you're here okay. and something's over here 60 feet away, right. it's within 60 feet of you. But is it point of direction or does it just emanate from you 60 feet in every direction from your point of origin? Uh, we can look up the Pathfinder spell, but I mean, I would like, this is like defined as within 60 feet of you. If just like plain English. Counselor, let me see the evidence, <laughs> please. All right. We got five words. Reveals. No, maybe even less. <laughs> it's, got, it's got five words. But within 60 feet of you, and it doesn't give you any direction. Yeah. That should be a radius. 60 feet, I get 365 degrees of Reveals 60 Reveals undead within away. 60 feet. Okay. So I'm going to say it's within every direction. Yeah. That's what okay, that's fine. So we'll like assume we're going to cover half of this map. Okay. <laughs> yeah, basically. Okay. Okay. Is that cool? That's totally fine. All right. Dead body. We're here. You're here. Where do you... Where do I even put my guy? Where's our one? Uh, we're missing right somebody. Who are we missing on this table? I'm missing. I don't know where, where the fuck put, my menu go. Yeah. It's probably underneath I, one of these things. Oh, there know. it is. It's got to oh. be in a 60-foot radius. It's like over here somewhere. Yeah. yeah I put that one separate since it's a nice one and not a shitty plastic one. <laughs> Talos. This is nice, too. Thank you for bringing this whole thing to a screeching halt as we determined whether or not 60 feet is a radius. If you guys direction. just agreed with me, we wouldn't have to stop. I was. It's a 120-foot <laughs> diameter. Shut up, Junior. <laughs> I still think that's overkill, but fuck it. It is overkill, but I'm just saying that's the math. So you feel this... What is this? Scroll, right? It's a scroll. Who's reading the scroll? He is. I'm not a The doctor's reading the scroll. Doctor, as you unfurl the scroll and begin to decipher the spidery words of magic, you notice that all about you, you can detect the presence of undead. In fact, so much so that you hear them become very agitated within the cells close by. One, two, three for Talos. Oh, lucky Talos. You see this arm extend out of the cell right next to you and try to grab you. The skeletal appendage fails as it is just not long enough but it continues to try to get ah. closer to you. Ah. Move away five feet and fall. <laughs> but you, you do detect it. You detect it all about you, and you detect it emanating through the floor as well. Mm. Yeah, in foresight, we are in a place full of haunts and ghosts. Yeah, yeah but I mean... Because it's just don't not 60 here. feet yeah. on a... X and Y. Plane. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah, he's bringing in the Z axis on us now. Yeah. <laughs> do we? Now we're getting. Doctor, do you feel anything coming from the room? Do I? You do not. Any anywhere where we haven't noticed the undead already? 
do undead and like haunts and spirits count as the same thing? Uh, or are we only talking I mean, about like zombies? Spirits and ghosts count as undead. They should be okay. okay. Wraiths, specters, all that stuff counts as undead. But haunts don't? Haunts are like spirit type? Those are undead. Oh, yeah. okay. Sorry. They're, they're a form of undead. Well. So if we don't find. If we don't find anything that we weren't aware of already. What did the body look like again? It was extremely mummified. It was in robes. And the robes were still intact? Or they? Yes, they were still intact. He was extremely chained. And upon these chains were 12 different weights, each with a different holy symbol on the weights. No, I still think there's something here. Nothing else has been mummified. Everything's no, skull and bones at this point. No, that's not true. This guy that was hiding underneath this bed over here was mummified as well. Oh, that's right. From the fire. Not from the fire. From smoke smoke inhalation. Yeah, smoke inhalation. Goddamn mummies. And you said the charms are hooked up to your wrist, right, Doc? Pretty much. um, They're wrapped around your... Yeah, I have an extreme Tiffany bracelet that I cannot take off now because I got 12 charms. It's all knotted up. BFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFF
Maybe. A yeah, key may- to a lock. Maybe this isn't Father Charlatan, like we've all been thinking it is. If anything, he might, I mean, we looked up here, he might be down in the hellhole. That's where a charlatan belongs. I agree, he belongs there. Like all those bastards I used to own Trinity Broadcasting. Erwin, <laughs> what are you thinking? What do you want to do with this? Ideas are running wild at this point. Yeah. I can't really think of much else to do with this body right now. So I think what the doctor said, another option is to go down into the basement, into the hell's hole, and see what's down there. I mean, imagine at this yeah. point, most of us were literally banging our heads against desks yeah. and walls just going... Yeah. The only other idea I got is we could take a short rest. I could heat metal. We could fry the, mama, the mummy. <laughs> you can't do that now? No, I didn't put it on my list. Oh. <laughs> can, you, can you heat enough metal to undo... Wait, I All mean, can, you could just burn him with. I would just burn him. Slave, yeah. right? Uh, it all depends. It all depends. I think heat metal would. We 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 don't know what they're. I made could out heat of metal yet. maybe to, if it comes hot enough to melt metal. Uh, it's, well, actually, it's just heat metal. It wouldn't melt it, right? No, we don't have super heat metal. No. Unfortunately, uh, heat metal doesn't. <clears throat> heat metal doesn't work that way. I know. No, that's more of like an offensive spell to anybody that's wearing the metal. I don't think we have anything to crack through those chains. Well, we'll put a pin on this guy, and he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't going nowhere. Throw him, out th- throw him over the edge. Throw him out the window. Hang him no, with the he can't. He's chained down. Yeah, he's heavy. He's in play. I mean, he's not chained to the floor. He's just weighted down by the chains and the weights themselves. He's not chained in the, in the cell. But how heavy are the weights? I would assume enough to keep a man down. Maybe yeah, four of us can pick yeah. him up. Probably like 15 pounds each, but 12 times 15, you know, you're looking at like, what, 100? Do the math. Yeah, but if he's a little guy, <laughs> it's a lot. I don't have a calculator. That is a lot. A couple hundred pounds plus the weight of a man. Four of us might be able to do it. Plus the chains themselves. It's not just the weights. It's the chains. They're thick, heavy chains. I have 12 strength, chains. so. Mm. Don't, I don't, look, don't look at Alice. <laughs> you're the only one with strength. A tiny bit, and I'm not even that strong. You can barely pinch a loaf with 12 strength. <laughs> That's why I have my nimble fingers yeah. that I also have zero decks on. I mean, if we can't figure out how to get this, maybe we'll find answers elsewhere. Maybe, like I said, maybe it's if we can defeat um, defeat Father Charlatan and they all come apart, maybe that's the key to unlock it. Because we already tried taking it each individual one and trying to unlock it that way. Um, but either way, like I said earlier, I'm I'm out and proud wearing my... Um, it's uh, in a pride show, dude. <laughs> well, I'm wearing my uh, goddess of Phrasma amulet to see if that will help draw out Father Charlatan because that's not on his list yet. Somebody pick up Talos. He's snapping. Well, he just went into the fetal position after he got accosted by a skeleton. <laughs> Switch plans. Fuck D- if I know. I thought we were going down to the basement. I say go back down to the basement as well. That's always worked out well for us, so, you know, why not? Basements are cool, <laughs> dude. <laughs> or what about that spirit in the, the auditorium room? We just, like, keep running past it. Do you think that's Benji? one of the haunts? 
That's a hunt, but I don't think it's one of the... Benjamin? Benjamin? Do we... That was the fire. Do we have enough just to... Do we have enough just to catch it so we don't have to worry about it? The haunt siphons? We're we're going to have to run by it anyways. We're out, right? We are out. I'd have to see the lower map again, but I think we're just going to have to... Just run again? Yellow it, yeah. I think we're just going to have to run past it again. Okay. So you guys want to go back downstairs? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Watch that one haunt be the key to everything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we keep bypassing. And back downstairs. So you begin your descent back down the stairs. And as you re-enter the main hallway on the first level, you start walking south down the hallway. I need for everyone to make a perception check. Erwin. 18. Doctor. 22. Talos. 12. 13. 13. As all of you guys pass the stairwell to the east, the one that descends down into the dungeon level, the one's all compacted with debris and shit, you notice something flickering from the darkness within, something partially buried beneath the debris. Do you guys see that? Only barely. Not quite sure what it is. Do you think we'd be able to move this stuff to see what it is? Um, I'm not sure I can. <laughs> I can certainly try, put a little bit of elbow grease, but I, I don't know how much help I'll be. I think Erwin well. used all the elbow grease on his skin <laughs> earlier. Yeah. Uh, well, I could borrow some. <laughs> but yeah, I say let's try and dig it out. Okay. Okay, go and uh, make a strength check. Who wants to, if you want to assist somebody, roll above 10, and then you'll be able to add to their roll. What's your strength set? Nothing, really. Uh, eight. So roll about ten. And you okay, add no, two I'm to going to assist because I have some strength. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Wait, so, wait for the doctor to roll his first. So, doctor, that is ten. Ten, okay. So add plus two to your roll. Nice. Ooh. That's not good. Twenty. Ooh, Twenty. Ooh. That was very good. The, that ooh sounded good. Yeah, it sounded bad. Sorry. Erwin, <laughs> as you get closer to the stairs... <laughs> You notice that this thing appears to be wedged underneath one of the larger pieces of timber that had come down. You reach in and you grab it and you manage to find some kind of handhold on it and actually lift it up and pull it partially out. Dragging it, you can see within that this thing, although covered in soot, most likely from the fire that had claimed this prison, you can just make out a bronze-plated figure buried that was covered by this this large beam. And from what you can tell, what you had seen flickering appears to be some kind of a of an eye of sort. You kind of hear the mechanized hum of servos as it as it tries to reach up for help. What the fuck? Yeah, what the hell? Help me. Help me please. Hey guys, give me a hand. I'm gonna try to pull this thing out. All right, the doctor will help uh, trying to pull it out and doesn't provide any help. Uh, 12. 12. You grab it. Are you trying to grab him? Trying yeah, I'm trying to, trying to pull him out. As you grab it by the, by the arm, you're able to lift it halfway out of the debris. The majority of its upper torso has pulled out of the rubble out of the rocks, out of the wood and stuff. And you could see now that the upper portion 
of its skull. This metallic skull has been partially caved in. But the eye, this crimson glass eye, was what had caught your attention, this flickering red light. It just, it just seems to keep going on off, on off, on off. And it looks up at you and it says, Please help, I, I and I, are you the new wardens of the prison? No, we're uh, just adventurers passing through. It kind of looks around and it notices probably for the first time that the prison is just covered with dust and dirt and cobwebs and it looks and says, how long have I been in this, in this stairwell? Well, what, what year is this? Well, what year is it? How, how long have I been here? It is. It's forty-seven eleven. Mm-hmm. Forty-seven eleven. It was forty-six sixty-one just a moment ago. How long have I been here for? Fifty years. Please help, help me get out. Slowly tries to to get itself fully out of all the the dust and the rubble and the wood. Eventually gets to its feet, and you can see it. It's some of its servos are partially restricted from just all these small little pebbles and things and, and beams that have left its debris within its body and starts to shake and, and spin around almost like IG-88 just until all the rocks come out and it starts reaching up with its hands at, at its head and it realizes that part of its cranium is has been dented in and he's like, and I don't think I feel too well. I, I believe that, that something is missing with me. I, I did, what are you doing in the in the Hairstone prison? How did you know you were in the prison? I have been requisitioned as one of the guards to the prison. When the Great War was over, they redispatched all of us warforged to the different prisons throughout Galarian, and, and this was my new post. Hmm. What is the last thing that you re- remember? I remember there was a big fire down in the lower dungeon. I was one of the guards that was tasked with putting the Soriana Hockren into the little workshop to make sure she would be safe. And when I went to go back down the stairwell to take care of the rest of the prisoners, somebody must have triggered the deadfall and it fell on I and I and it covered me up and I, I couldn't get out. I and I was trapped. And that is the last thing I remembered. It seemed like it was only moments ago though. Well, I think it's been a few years since then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as he shuts down. Oh. <laughs> well, what do we call you? I and I am Tomrex626. Well, Tomrex, uh, don't mean this in any offense, but we've never seen your type of kind. We are from all over the world. We do all kinds of service for the benefit of society in different civic centers. I have a merit badge. Uh, can you present that badge? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see your credentials. <laughs> Tonrex, your credentials are showing. And your badge. And your badge. <laughs> but they do have merit, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no one has spoke about a creature like you. We are Tafasas. 
We come from very far and wide across the country, and we do our best to maintain civil obedience across the land, wherever we are needed. And when the Great War had broke out, I and I was commissioned with the rest of our company until the war was over, and then we were reestablished as they saw fit. I became a guardsman to the Hairstone Prison. Were there any other um, of your types stationed here as well? I and I was the only one to be sent to Hairstone Prison. There were a few of us that had been sent to Leopardstad and Tel Revi. Hey, 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 hey. I smack Tel Where have I heard this voice? Is it the same guy? This is like the voice of every Ton Rexy place. No. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but is it the same? I no, no I, I, I don't remember the number of the other one. I have it on No, the, the other number was like like 100 something. It was a lower number. Or, or like 80 something, one of those. It was much lower. Sorry, uh, Tom Rex 626. Do you prefer 626 or Tom Rex? Or is that your full name? I, and I do not know how many of us are left. You can just call me. Tonrex or Ton or Marty. Marty? Yeah, I'm gonna call him Marty. Marty? <laughs> hey, Doc. <laughs> hey, Marty. <laughs> There's a Walmart that needs your help. The silk purse wanted the most valuable thing in this prison. Oh, we're gonna give Marty up? <laughs> Wait, we're doing this in a huddle, right? Or is he standing right next to us? He's in the huddle with you. Real, real party huddle. <laughs> Uh, we're going to take a okay. quick break, Marty. Uh, I mean, this, this definitely is it. This is probably the most valuable thing in the prison. Do we do we take him there now, or do we wait? Wait, we need to see if he's used to us. I was going to say, if anything, if he was stationed here and he knows us, if he was in charge of keeping... Versoriana? Yeah, if he was in charge of keeping the warden's wife safe... He's got to be respectable and know this place like the back of his circuit. Back of his motherboard? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, especially, I know there's a one night where I got too drunk and I couldn't join you guys, uh-huh. and shit's really bad down there. Maybe 626 here can help us navigate. All right. Or at All least right. let us know where the... Uh, the bad guys were kept. Well, he's we the only one familiar with, he with can the maybe, ground layout. He's, he's the only one that was here that knew what it was like before it got destroyed. Yeah, you were actually unsure of that guy up there was. I still believe it's Father Charlatan, but you can, you can maybe ask with him to confirm. We can ask him. I don't know if it was. I like Who to knows think if he it remembers. is, but, but we tried everything short of stabbing him, but... Tonrex? It was such a beautifully preserved body, I didn't <laughs> want to just desecrate it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're all hard, Doc. <laughs> HMO. For life. Tonrex, do you know the locations of the prisoners? I and I am familiar with a lot of the prisoners of the Hairstone prison. Do you know the general location of one Father Charlatan? I and I do know the general location of one Sephic Corvin. Right. Who was known as Father Charlatan when he was a free man? Do, would would he happen to be on the second floor? 
when the prison riot first broke out, he was on the second floor. I and I, however, were never allowed to go up to the second floor. Why weren't you allowed up there? Warden Harkwin did not want I and I to be on the second floor or to go down to the dungeon below. He made sure that I and I remained on the first floor. Okay. Tom Rex, what, or Marty, I apologize. No, call me Tom. Tom? Tom. Rex. Tom Rex. <laughs> Tom. Wherever the fuck you are. <laughs> Jesus. Sir. Call sir. me 626. <laughs> 626. Tom Rex. <laughs> <laughs> I smack him again, make sure his circuits are working properly. Beedy, beedy, beedy. What were your exact duties if you were only allowed on the first floor? And not the second or below. I and I were to escort the prisoners that were deemed to not be a threat to the workshop and to the chapel and to the other places on the first floor for their duties. By any chance, did... We already got keys, never mind. Yeah. Do a history check. Oust. I was getting ready to roll history. Not good. Um, two. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh fuck! Tell us. Yes. Do you want to do a history check? Yeah, yeah. That yeah, one I'll was better, but. But give him some fake history information, please. <laughs> uh, You're totally unfamiliar with what the Tonrex series purpose was, other than what he has told you. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. You know that after the Great War had settled down, had it ended, that humans and Warforge. Well, the humans viewed the Warforge with a very mm-hmm. leery eye, held them in disdain. I had a feeling about that with the... I mean, the things that they had them do on the battlefield, they removed any type of empathy from these, these uh-huh. Warforge when they sent them out to do their deeds. Yeah. So they, what they did to humans was just unimaginable. And what they, what they were like on the battlefield is a lot of their vision became very hazy and they couldn't distinguish ally from enemy. They just killed indiscriminately. Mm-hmm. Bloodlust. Huh? Yeah. Well, more like calculated murder. <laughs> True. No, it's just like one of those things where you, they had a tendency to self-destruct. Uh-huh. They had a tendency just to annihilate uh, any of their, their officers or anybody else that was mm-hmm. near them. If they just started going into battle, just, just, Wiping mm-hmm. people out. Mm-hmm. That's probably why the warden kept him on the first floor. Yeah. Because essentially the warden's responsible for every prisoner that's in the jail. Yeah, yeah. True that. Yeah, I'll, I'll like, again, pull everyone aside. This, um, he was kept separate because of their storied history. It's not, uh, it has to, he's, Hawkburn was worried that if uh, 626 flew off the handle, mm. th- there wouldn't be really any way to stop him. That would explain all the double drinking fountains and <laughs> restrooms. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was a segregation joke. Oh, my God. I, got <laughs> that. I, <was> <laughs> I didn't want to make the joke. I was thinking of the privies with all the <laughs> 20 shitters, you know. <laughs> it's like, what? So what would you like to do? 
All right, if we want to keep him, let's, let's let him at least lead us a little bit. But after that, I think we should definitely... I don't actually. So I knows, say definitely, but I don't even know if we can stop this. He knows where the charlatan was. Does six two six? Do you remember the prisoner? I believe his name was Vance. Went by the Lopper, where he was kept. I and I did know of a prisoner named Vance. Say Tressel. He was also known as the Lopper. If it is the same Vance, say Tressel, there might be more than one. Yeah. I doubt it. Did he, uh, any chance did you know, did he like to hide in alleyways and attack lone people and specifically behead them with a hand axe? I and I were never given the specifics to why certain prisoners were incarcerated in the Harrowstone prison. Mm. Well, however... That, this Vance should have been probably locked up pretty good. However, I and I do know that he was kept in the lower dungeon... And that was for the most heinous of criminals. So if we go down there, we're not going to find Father Charlatan. We're probably going to find Lopper. Yeah, I feel like Father Charlatan was just... It's probably just... What, what was he? He was just a con man, right? Yeah. I'm fairly so he, certain he well, is the guy So he's, he's, he's white-collar crime. Yeah, he's, I think he was the one that... I don't think... Because I had something written down that he wasn't a murderer, but he was like... I think he got him to... Kill people. Did he like take money or something? Is that what not it take is? money? Or, like uh, he's not a murderer. He's the churches want him dead. He was a con artist, and for some reason, I've written down revivalist. I think <laughs> I think I had something similar to that. Which <laughs> I put Are you Charles, playing a different game? Hot August night I, in leaves. I put Charles down. Manson. I see Quaker down here. Book. Well, I think I put down revivalist by. You know, I put Charles Brother Manson Love. on the side just for like yeah, as no, I was thinking like, like in my head. Yeah. yeah, like he he didn't commit the murders, but he made people think. Uh, they said like Joel Osteen, give me all your money. Where there yeah. ain't no trees, <laughs> pretty much in the gospel. So he was just a con man. Yeah, I'm I'm fairly certain. They never killed him. anybody. He never said he wasn't a murderer. Eh, okay, well now we're digging. That doesn't matter. Much. Oh. Anyways. Hopefully. So, um... Do we want to go down still? I mean... I would do, you, actually, do you want to go fight the Lopper is basically the question now. I want to ask uh, Tonrex a question yeah. real quick. Uh, Tonrex, do you know about the prisoner on the second floor who is weighted down by a bunch of religious, like, symbol weights? I and I have never heard of, of anybody weighted down upstairs, no... I just know that there are certain prisoners that were kept upstairs, but I and I do not know about the intricacies of how they kept those prisoners. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know why anyone else would have those weights. Do you know of what crimes they committed or were accused of committing? No. No, he didn't get that. He doesn't get that information. Said he didn't know how they were handled. I and I were brought here after certain prisoners. The choice is go down to the hellhole. Yep. Or just go kick the weighted down body and see what that does. <laughs> right? I mean... Is that all we got? I think we might do you think he'd be able Or to- third option is go back in the town. Yeah. Which I think that's like low, low third choice right now. I'd hate to say it, but I think the basement's... All right, let's go. Fuck it. Let's, let's be decisive. 
YOLO. <laughs> Tonrix, could you lead us to the basement? I and I only know of one way down to the bit. No, that is not true. There are two ways down to the basement. Hmm. But one of them, you just pulled me through. So that cannot be. The second one would be through the, through the lift in the training room. Yeah, the lift is a little bit different than you remember it, but it's, it's there. It is just through the auditorium. I and I can show you where it is at. Correct. Oh, yes, lead the way. He goes through the auditorium doors, and he pauses briefly, and he notices that the whole place is just in shambles as he is attacked. <laughs> Tonrex, it's best to run at this point. And he takes three points of frost damage. You see him extend his arm, and you see it uncouple onto itself and you see a large blade come out of it. He holds it back and with his other hand it uncouples as well and you see a tube extend and the tube fires out at this thing and misses. (laughs) I and I am sorry. (laughs) He then runs as fast as he can across. Excellent. You and you should run. Um... And I run to follow him. We all we all run. Yeah, yeah. You gotta yeah, roll, sure. right? Yes, you do. Right. What's the save again? Wisdom. Is it wisdom? Or it is a wisdom save. Yeah. Erwin. Eight. Doctor. Twenty-four. Ten. Sixteen. Sixteen. Erwin. You take five points of damage. Talos. You take nine points of damage. Jesus. Oh, fuck. Oh. R.I.P. Okay. Oh, that's the wrong... He waits on the other side of the double doors for you guys to come through. And once you do, he closes the doors. That was close, no? Yes, very close. And we'll have to deal with it on the way out. Ooh. (laughs) Well, we could always jump out the opening over here. No? There's water down below. Uh, are you a strong swimmer? I and I could walk on the bottom back up. All right. Mm. Well, I don't think most of us are pretty strong swimmers. <laughs> I'm quite a poor swimmer. But anyway, yeah. to the hill hole. Yeah. He leads you to the opening where the industrial lift was at. And he looks down and he says, I and I do believe that the fire was started here. You would be correct, Conrex. You act as though you have been down this place before. Once or twice? And you passed by me a couple of times? Maybe, I think maybe we passed by you once. To be honest, we just didn't see you. That was the second time we walked past. We, we went mm. other places. <laughs> He's all sad. <laughs> <laughs> Better late than never, Tonrex. So you, what do you want to do? Do we saw the rope there? Uh, no, I have the rope. There's one rope that was just there. There is a rope that's dangling down. Yeah, we'll it's leave. not the rope of climbing, though. No. We'll use the rope of climbing for... Do we want to put the rope of climbing? I don't know. I'm might fine with this rope. Might yeah. as well, because... Because we got to haul again? ass. It gives yeah, us... Yeah, if, if we need to haul ass, we'll have two ropes to climb. It gives us uh, an advantage. Is it advantage on ascending and descending? No, it's, it's just going climbing up. for climbing. It's just for going up, I think. It's going up. Either way, that would be good when shit hits the fan so we don't lose our grip and... Die. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Put down the rope and let's go down. As you guys start to make your way down the rope, you notice that Tonorex has remained behind. He doesn't make any effort to go towards the rope. He just he's standing there. No, he's not allowed down here. You got you got to come come down. Your Tonorex warden's gone. If you if you come down, you can report to the warden. He's down here. We've seen him. It is against my directive to go down to the lower dungeon, as it is against my directive to go to the second floor. I will remain as a sentinel above for you. Okay. Well, unfortunately, the directive is long gone. Is there anything we can do to reprogram you? You see do, him. Do we have the warden? You see him kind of like. I don't think we have it on person. Oh. You see him kind of looking around, almost in confusion, and his hands go up, and he touches this Mongo dent in his head. And he, if a robot could look uncertain, it does. And he, he just remains behind. I think we should just keep moving. Yeah. Worse than C-3PO. <laughs> Time is of the essence, man. Uh, well, we got two options. We could have him stand guard here, and if anything happens, I think he would be strong enough to either pull the rope yeah. and aid us if we grab the rope and try to climb. Yeah. Along... How far is the drop? 20 feet? 30 feet? I think it's uh, it's like 40 feet down. 40? 40. Okay, yeah, we can't just push him down there or something. <laughs> we're also <laughs> holy shit. We're also at the bottom. You guys are on the rope at this point. You guys are looking at, looking up. You're not gonna cut this rope, right? <laughs> I, and I will not do that. No. You say, as you say, maybe we could push him down. He's like opens up his blade. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I never said that out loud. That's why I was this, thinking to myself, how far up are we? See this <laughs> tube extend downwards toward you. I can't lasso him and just bring him down with me. <laughs> so you guys. Make your way down to the Hell's Basement. You come down, your feet touch this wet earth. You see the water dripping in from above, and you know that before you is the central chamber that leads to the three other directions. The Opliette, the Reaper's Hold, and the Nevermore. And you stand at the opening of Hell's Basement. All right. And that's where we're going to end the session. Uh, See you next week. Man. Oh, man. I didn't see it coming. Pull the rope. I'm out. Have we gone all three of these ways? Yeah. No, we haven't gone. No, because of the boat. No, we've gone. No, we haven't gone this way. Oh, we haven't done that. I thought we did go. No, no. We went to Reaper's Hole. Remember, we were stuck behind those bars. Oh, that was the one. We were stuck behind the bars. We went to Reaper's Hole. We took a tunnel over there. There's bars here, too. And we just couldn't get past the bars, so we went all the way back around. Well, because our dumbass is leather was on the other side. Thanks for tuning in. First time caller, long time listener. <laughs> you know we got a Patreon, right? Patreon.com slash Rollhard20Podcast. Don't forget to it. Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us that five-star review. 
You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com. And be sure to check out the galleries. we got a lot of really interesting stuff posted there. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash RollTheHard20Podcast. There are ways for you to help out the show and pick up swag. So until next session, keep your dice warm and your glass full as you roll those hard 20s. Hold on a second. I'll make this call. Someone's playing their guitar. Of course, why not? Let's start playing this shit at 9 o'clock at night, right? Sorry, you have reached the voice mailbox of... <laughs> Gavin! <laughs> Is he still playing or no? No, it sounded like he dropped it. All right. He probably got the text, but not the call. Sorry. Maybe he'll move out someday soon. Take his buddy with him. <laughs> okay.